1: What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Soup. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, no,
3: no, no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sook.
4: It'll, It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This
3: this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080, The Fan.
4: All right, pleased to have you along. It is a uh, Friday broadcast. Uh, no Joey tonight as uh, we will be off the air at 5.30, turning it over to Ducks Bruins. Uh, I will let you know that if you have not heard yet, uh, all the kids are talking about it. Um, <clears throat> we... Are going to be out and about next week. Yes. We will be out twice twice next week and twice the week after for March Madness. Laurelwood Brewing is presenting Fan Madness. Now, we haven't been out for this since 2019.
5: Yeah, we had a little bit of that COVID thing there that
4: derailed us. So both Danny and Dusty and our show will be live on site uh, next week, Thursday and Friday, we'll be at the Stadium Sports Bar at Ailene Casino up there in uh, Ridgefield. And then the week after, March 23rd at X-Golf Tualatin and March 24th at X-Golf Vancouver. Watching hoops. And uh, at X-Golf, you can play in the nationwide St. Patty's Day Scramble. Oh, so
5: come on by and say hi. Swing some sticks. Have some <clears throat> beverages. Make some, uh, make some bets.
4: Let's go. Lordwood Brewing, crafting community since 2001. If you want uh, info, you forget anything I just said, and you're like, what did he say about that? Just go to 1080thefan.com, all the info's there. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun.
5: Yeah, and then X-Golf is like half a mile from my place, so afterwards we can all go back
4: to my place and party. Post-party at Souks. There you go. In the backyard, we'll get in the hot tub, have some beverages, it'll be great. Um. All right, well, we are very far behind. Many, oh. many, many, many Ooh. minutes behind. Yeah, I just looked up and saw that. But, um... I don't care. <laughs> we press on. <laughs> I just looked up uh, Joe Leonardy bracketology. Is he the is he the main guy still? I mean, I know he's still uh, He's, still one, of he's one of the main guys. Who yeah. else is like big on that?
5: Well, 538 is is one that a lot oh, of people they do have turned to and and there's okay. Jerry Palm. Yeah, I was going to say Jerry, Jerry Palm, Palm does a lot of
1: stuff for CBS, which yep. they obviously carry the tournament, so he's the, one of their big uh, Well, I looked at um, get, in, get out guys.
4: I looked at Palm too and and he and Lenardi are are kind of on the same page here. So the Ducks take on UCLA tonight, and of course, you win that. Now you're you're going to get a look. I'm yeah. not saying they're going to get in. you at least are in consideration. You're in. They got to look at them at that. Jerry Palm said if they beat UCLA, the, the committee will take a good hard look at them. But then at that point, all you have to do is win one more game. Yeah, and then, and then, you're, then in. you're in. Yeah. Um, automatically. So Lenardi, his latest bracketology has Arizona State among the last four in, and I believe they beat USC. Did I see that right? I think that is correct. I think they beat him. Uh, Oregon, they have, uh, Lonardi has among the next four out. Not the first four out, but the next four out. So right now, he's got Oklahoma State, Clemson, Nevada, and Wisconsin, the first four out. Then Oregon, North Carolina, Michigan, and Vanderbilt, the next four out. Mm. So Oregon's got a lot of work to do. But it's not out of the realm of possibility if they can beat UCLA. Who's number two in the country? Yeah,
5: I am looking here, and five thirty-eight has them right now uh, as a twenty-eight percent chance yeah. to make the tournament. No, so, that's about right. But if you beat UCLA, I'm that assuming I'm assuming that goes way up. But that is, you know, you're talking about beating one of the what are they number two or three in the country? They're two, yeah. two in the country. So I mean, that's it's a tall task. But they are without their best defensive player. You never know, and do we know? Uh, do we know if Dante's good to go?
1: Expected to play, but they haven't divulged really anything significant.
4: Well, he rolled his ankle, but he he basically said, you know, look, I got to play. He, he did not come back in the game, but no, yeah. So it's going to be that's going to be tough.
5: And they did Arizona State uh, clipped USC yeah.
4: 77-72. So Arizona State might get in.
5: Yeah, you know, and and look, it'd be nice because th- for a while there, the the Pac twelve, you know, there was some talk that this is going to be a you know a, a two team. The two team bid. With, well,
4: USC was going to get in
5: with USC and uh, UCLA.
4: We got Arizona. All right, that's
5: what I meant. USC and yeah. and
4: there's three. Why do I keep saying USC? Because yes. you are an idiot.
5: Arizona it's, and UCLA were in, and then there was some talk that you know okay.
4: that hey, is is that going to be it? I saw USC on the nine line, uh, opposite Kansas, actually uh, by Lenardi. And so Arizona State could get in, and, you know, Oregon could play its way in, too. So uh, they got you know, they got some
5: hope. And most likely seed for Oregon, according to this, by the numbers, uh, a 20% chance 15. To, to be the 12 seed.
4: Yeah, a 12. Ooh, yes. isn't that the 5-12? 5-12 uh, upset. I think not want be to play. thing, Oregon. and now 6-11s are trendier, I think, as oh, far okay. as, it's
1: like, statistically.
4: Well, look, if Oregon got in the tournament, and I was a high seed, and I had to play them, I would be worried about them, because, and they're not great, they're what? not. But Dana Altman has proven to be a hell of a tournament coach. And they got Dante... And he's he's a beast, man. They
5: go through stretches where they look really good, but then they go through like eight minute runs where they refuse to score.
1: Well, they've been
4: they've had their rotation's
1: been really shallow all year because of injuries. So they've been they've just been really thin. And so I think guys are worn down and they go through stretches where they just don't play that well. But when they have their full complement of players, they, they're as talented, not as wow. any team in the conference, but behind probably UCLA and Arizona, they're right up there.
4: Would you rather play Well, I mean, they still got the four in the Pac-12, yeah. you know, but would you rather play if you're a five seed or a four seed or a six seed mm-hmm. and you're playing a double digit seed, would you rather play one of those upstart, you know, Charleston type teams of those guys have been there forever, probably less talented? Yeah. Or would you rather play a, a kind of a power five team like Oregon with a hell of a coach and and some star power? Little thin, not their, you know, I mean, it's not obviously a championship year for them. They're down, They, you know, they're a little uh, up and down, but... To
5: me, I'd rather play the...
4: the... I'd rather play probably the lesser talented team. Yeah, it's me. See, I think the Oregon type of team scares you a little
5: bit. And I was looking here, uh, they're giving them an eight... 8.8% 8.8% chance to win the Pac-12 tournament. Final four point six percent chance to go there. 0.6? Six? 0.6. And NCAA champs, you got a 0.1% according to the numbers for so the Ducks. So you're telling me there's a chance? There is a chance. A 0.6% chance. Hey, Syracuse did this a number of years ago, right? We're like the last team in. They made a run to the Final Four. So. All right. Well. We'll see here because, you know, tip coming up in, what, hour and some change?
4: Well, it, yeah, to at, at six, so six, six, uh, hour forty. Oh yeah, because we got the pregame. We're yeah, you the got Joey fight.
5: Mac pre, bro. Yeah, and the Blazers uh, play tonight in Philly, and I believe Anthony Simons is going to give it a go. They say that he so is. So they'll
4: only lose by fourteen.
5: They say he is going to make a. Uh, he's going to well, make. An, started that game, an, an, an attempt.
4: They
1: are already playing. Is he playing and Anthony oh, Simons has six points. They're there up by go. twelve, dude.
4: What? They're
1: beating the Sixers eighteen to six in the first quarter. There Dominating.
4: You go. <laughs> Seven of nine. Lillard has three. God. Yeah, Simon's their leading scorer right Break now. Break them up. So so good. Did you hear what uh, Ian Carmel said about Joel Embiid? I did not. <laughs> so of course, uh, Blazer fans are dreaming of, of Joel Embiid. Well, yeah,
5: that's like the dream scenario if they yeah. flame out again and Embiid just says, "Screw this, I'm done."
4: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, this goes back to the, you know. Always have hope as a fan, but fans also deep down know where Portland sits in the hierarchy amongst players. You know, yeah. Ian Carmel said, and Ian Carmel is the comedian guy from Portland. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's a writer for was James for Corden. James Corden yeah,
1: still still a month left in that show, but they're oh, they're head still writer. on. Yeah. They're I on for he another quit. month.
4: Did he get fired or did he quit? Corden, a little of both.
1: They're, well, court the Corden show is just ending. Yeah, so they're just it's, it's getting to its end of run, so I don't I don't know how or why that happened. He's stepping
5: away, and he had kind of an Ellen situation where it turned out he may not be the best guy in the world, and then he decided or he to yelled go, at a server, or then something. he decided to go do something else.
4: Okay, so um, Carmel's on that show, and he's he's a writer for that show, and he said that they had him beat in there one night, and it, for something doing some bit or something, and of course Carmel, being a huge Blazer fan, asked him. Uh, and this is not, none of this is on camera. This is all just behind yeah. the scenes stuff. And he said, and he asked, uh, Embiid, he's like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, I mean, I'm thinking maybe you go, come to Portland. And Embiid laughed at him and said, Portland's terrible.
5: <laughs> now, the Blazers or the city, uh,
4: I, I don't yeah. know. He just Both? said, He just said, <laughs> Portland's terrible. He no. put that on, um, Carmel had that on social, social media. media. So he said, Uh, you know, look, it's an <laughs> uphill battle. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, go you never with, know. Play with Dame. All right. Um, Open Seggy, How about that? you guys like Open Seggies? Love them. We got a big trade in the NFL today. If you're waiting for us to talk about that, we did speak about it in our first hour. Probably worth revisiting, though.
5: And the numbers are in it. Who, at least Vegas, thinks is the number one overall pick.
4: Oh, they have odds out already? They got the odds. All right. We'll get to that next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet?
2: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
4: Blazers making a statement in Philly. That's what's up. My Jayhawks winning Norm and the Miracles. No Bill Self. It's a great time of year. Very underrated time of year right now. In I, do, I,
5: I do like the conference uh, tournaments where we all pretend to know anything about college basketball and we start tuning in and then, you know, making bold predictions about our bracket.
1: I do think it's a good week to tune in to <laughs> next week make bold pred- predictions about your bracket. Just get to know the teams a little bit.
4: Hey, uh, Bartu just texted me. He's going to be up with us both Thursday and Friday at 8 a.m. Nice. Yeah, there you go. He's got his hot
5: picks. He's He's on a ridiculous heater right now with his new yeah. college basketball bets. Yeah, he's
4: got a new model. Oh, he's killing it. He's going to be up there giving out <laughs> picks. Of course, you got to buy him drinks and stuff. Oh, well, that's easy. Um, okay, we had a trade today. The Bears are no longer the number 1 pick in the NFL draft. They've dealt that to the Panthers. And there's a lot of speculation as to who the Panthers are... Targeting here.
5: Yeah. So Bryce Young has been the the odds on favorite pretty much this whole time to be the number one overall pick. And then after this trade, I mean it has flipped and and one player has leaped ahead and it's really not close. So Bryce Young is now plus three fifty. And before this, Bryce Young was the favorite. Bryce Young was a minus one ninety to be the number one. To be the number one pick. Now CJ Stroud is minus four twenty-five. Wow. To be the number one Whoa. overall pick.
4: Is there a tie to him somewhere on that staff? I I don't know.
5: I just, there has to be some sort of, some sort of... Frank Reich? Yeah, Frank Reich. So there has to be some sort of inside information or if there's some sort of tie, but all of a sudden, C.J. Stroud, who was the number two guy, mm-hmm. but Stroud, you know, through this time, and, and depending on what book you look, it's been fluctuating, but... Stroud has been somewhere in the plus 275 to plus 350 range, and all of a sudden, to be the number one overall pick, Stroud is now minus 425. Where's Richardson? Uh, so Young, so Stroud's the the obviously the favorite at minus 425. Uh, Young is plus 350, and then Anthony Richardson has gone to plus 425, so he's right there. And then Will Levis is, uh, gosh, if you want odds, Will, Levis is plus 5,000. Whoa. So yeah, that's not going to be him. They, they don't think it's going to be him. Well, I'd say that plus four twenty five on Richardson right there. Right, that's not a you know that Cam Newton and you know that whole thing. And you are talking about a, a yeah. team that gave up. They see the next Cam Newton. Well, they gave up a ton to go get him. Right, you're talking about two ones, two twos, and your best your best receiver. You could make the case that you don't give up that haul unless you have really fallen in love with someone. And not that Stroud or Young or, or Levis or any one of these guys isn't necessarily a, a great quarterback prospect. But no one considers these guys generational talents. No one considers any one of them the the end-all, the be-all. And so you think about it. Who is someone that you could easily fall in love with? is it possibly the 6'4 a half, two 250 250-pound guy that just performed a perfect athletic score at the NFL Combine? He's the best physical prospect to ever play, and you kept hearing at the Combine that he crushed interviews. You could easily see where a team that's rebuilding falls in love with the physical freak who also is very impressive at the whiteboard and, and in interviews and you take the upside. If you're talking odds, that's not a bad one to go with Anthony Richardson.
4: All right. Well, how long do we get to wait? When's that draft? Uh, when is the NFL late draft? April? Maybe NFL draft. It's in. I want to say I thought it
5: was like April. Yeah, like the end of
1: April. So uh, last weekend, basically April twenty seventh. Oh yeah, the they bumped it. Yeah, twenty
5: seventh through the twenty ninth. Right. So we got to wait as to go. And you know, from now we'll speculate and we'll throw wild stuff against the wall. What if the
4: Panthers now trade out of number one for even <laughs> a bigger haul?
1: <laughs> that would be an amazing.
4: Flip. That would
5: be something. I just that is a lot to give up to uh to move up and draft a quarterback, especially one that isn't considered to be
4: Yeah, but you know, We've sure seen thing. it before. Trey Lance. Yeah. Um Well Jared, Jared Goff. Jared Goff and uh, Robert Griffin. Yeah. None well, of those guys are that great. No, it didn't necessarily so.
5: pan out. So
4: All right. Um coming up next, it is time for in the news, uh rest in peace, Dusty Hera. And where do we stand on Daylight Saving Time? Because that's coming, right? Isn't that Sunday? Is that Sunday?
5: Yes, I think so. It is, yeah. yeah I think it is,
4: guys. Can, we just, um, can we just do away with it? Come on. Here's Buck with Sports Center.
5: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on, and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about: basketball, now golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball.
4: 2023, it is time for In the News. I am your noted newsman. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am carbon neutral. Uh, I'm also quite handsome, for those who don't know that. And that goes without saying.
5: If only we were on TV and.
4: Yeah. You know, really wasting an opportunity get there. Put your aren't makeup there. on there. And... It is Middle Name Pride Day. Oh. So right. shout out to your middle name Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> Ryan Patrick. Patrick Buckley. You have the best one. And Isaac. Everett Rop. You have a great, that's a great middle name. The Honorable I. Everett Rop. It works.
1: I feel like if you were an author, you should have the pen name I. Everett Rop. Yeah.
4: Correct. It is also National Ranch Day, celebrating ranch, like the. Like, like ranches? The zipping sauce. Oh, okay. No, ranch. <laughs> like for your nuggies. Yeah.
5: <laughs> If you grew up in the Mormon church, uh, I think ranch is, it's like the father, the son, and then ranch, and then the Holy Ghost. Lot <laughs> really? Of, lot That's of ranch. That's a church
4: thing? I, it just, yeah, it's... I got a hot take on ranch. Okay. You know, I'm from Kansas, so sure. I, I'm a ranch guy. Exactly. But, I am... Ranch is... is, is slipping down the list oh
5: it's so far buried on my there's so many new sauces out there
4: well just blue cheese yeah i mean i i have become much more of a blue cheese guy over ranch
5: but there's just sauces have evolved now if you want to talk about like some spicy ranches and to me eating ranch is like putting mayo on something there's nothing wrong with it but why would i put mayo when i can put a spicy aioli that's right why would i eat ranch when you can mix that with some sriracha or maybe something else and come up with a delicious uh, new concoction.
1: Have you ever read the history of ranch dressing? It's pretty amazing. The, it Basically, one dude was like cooking for his buddies and trying to perfect a recipe, and then he met a woman. They bought a ranch, Hidden Valley Ranch, and they were serving it to their guests, and it became so popular, everyone told them they had to start bottling it. Get and right the hell out of town. Yeah, it was one dude's wow. homemade recipe.
4: No kidding. And, then, and no then it idea. spawned
1: everyone else also making ranch dressing,
5: Hidden Valley. If I am going to do ranch, I like
1: uh, I think it's Dan's.
4: Where is Hidden Valley Ranch?
1: Uh, it's a it's around Santa Barbara.
3: Oh, who
4: wouldn't have guessed that?
1: Dude
5: Ranch in Santa Barbara. Well, I don't know if there's an Uncle Dan, but Uncle Dan's makes a fine
4: uh, it's a fine ranch. I recommend it. Where do we stand on uh, daylight saving time? Get out of here! I mean, it's it's coming up. So I know. it's so Sunday at two a.m. We fall forward. Right. We jump or, ahead. Yeah, right. We don't spring, fall forward. Yeah, spring forward, we, fall back. Right. Yeah. Uh, th- it'll be 3 a.m. at 2 a.m. Yes.
5: Can we just... Aren't, aren't a lot of places now just decided well, we this did, is ridiculous? Well, we did...
4: Oregon passed the law. Yeah. Like, several years ago. But
5: we still haven't...
4: Well, there's there are holdups. Well, get out of here. It comes down to California. And then, and then it goes to, like, the no. national government bros, you know. <laughs> Great. We
5: can't move the damn border for Idaho, and now we can't figure out daylight savings.
4: Well, to, well, we can figure it out, but we need other people to figure their ass out. So, Kate Brown, do you remember her? Shut down Brown. Yes. She was once our governor. In 2019, she signed a bill that would allow the state to adopt daylight saving time year-round. Yes. But we would only do it if California and Washington also did that, and... That has to get approval from U.S. lawmakers. So Washington did. We're still waiting on California, and then it has to go to the feds.
5: So this is like COVID when we all said that we were going to be in lockstep, and then none of us were in lockstep, and we just did our own thing anyways? California's holding out.
4: Freaking hell. I don't know why.
5: Well, they're dealing with some other stuff right now.
4: Well, put it on the ballot. They can vote on multiple things.
5: (laughs) They're dealing with the floods. They're dealing with floods right now.
4: Yeah, again, put it on the ballot. You can deal with flood and vote. How about that? How about that, Jason? I'm now reading Hot
5: Ranch comments, sorry.
4: So, at 2 a.m., it'll be 3 a.m.
5: All right. And don't we have everything now that pretty much updates itself?
4: Uh, my phone does. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. My microwave doesn't. Uh,
5: I know my oven does. I don't know if my microwave does or not. But, yeah, I think most things now, we get the automatic update. My car does. And I'm not going to lie, there's times where I just leave it alone and I wait for it to come back into, you know. I'm like, yeah. I'll just leave that be. Really? Yeah, I've done and that And so before. then
4: when you're telling time, you just subtract I, an hour? Yeah, I know. I'm like, ah, or that's add not, an hour. Yeah, I'm
5: like, I know that's not right. <laughs> you ever do ch- like, sometimes, change, no, I don't do sometimes that. changing the settings on something is not worth it. I never get the time off my microwave anyways, ever. I do. Do
4: you? All the time, actually. In yeah. my
1: oven, and it drives me crazy if they're like a minute or two off me from each too. other. Yeah. I have to
4: sync them. Mm. You ever do that? You have to sync, the, you no. have to sync all the clocks. No. They have to be the same.
5: And I just, I just need a roundabout time. I'm not really an exact time guy. I'm a big ballpark pitcher sort of fellow when well, it comes I'm to that. Well,
4: i really worried about our friend Dusty Hera. Um, oh, yeah. He's uh, from middays. Yeah. Because he's on some boozy excursion to eastern Oregon. Yeah, to the middle of nowhere, which made no sense. But apparently they had a bunch of freeway closures out that way today because it's really icy and messy out there. Oh. So I hope he's alive. Well, have you reached out to him?
5: No. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> uh, Shamrock Run is on Sunday.
5: You know, I was going to do that this year, but, you know, COVID. You know, I'm still not. COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Not certain. You know, I, I was going to do it a couple years ago, and then, you know, COVID, and I'm still just going to be safe. And so that's the only reason. Is it a half marathon or is it a full marathon?
4: Uh, it's not It's not a marathon. I think. I don't know. I don't know. How about I'm gonna this? I'm going to say 5K. I I, it's got to be longer than a 5k right yeah maybe it's a half
5: either way uh now until the end of time I'm gonna say that I was gonna run in the shamrock run but you know
4: yeah so go. it's a half marathon 15k 8k and 5k
5: that all sounds terrible
4: one year I ran that did you but I jumped in at like the for the last two miles <laughs> I <laughs> well, didn't want to do the whole thing
5: now we're talking if you had a if you had a 1k fun run you'd get me out there. Because then you get, like, a beer at the end and then, like, a little medal and then you can well, put just, a sticker on your car. Just and...
4: go and quit. <laughs> I mean. Well, I don't want to quit. I want to finish. Okay, then wait until the last, you know, mile and then jump in. Can you do so that? I just that, told that you. I, I did and that. And no one called you out on it. No, they don't care. It's just You just don't get an official. Uh, well, I want the I want the medal. Well, you're not going to win any medals. Well, why not? Because why? you're entering at, at. You have to run the race. Why can't it? Well, then they need to reduce the
5: race to my 1K fun run.
4: I, the, yeah, they don't care about there's that. There's not like a
5: half a mile sort
4: of thing. They'll <clears> get my entrance fee, give me the T-shirt and the medal, and let's go. Twenty thousand people are expected at Waterfront Park. That's Sunday, so if you're going downtown, beware. Yeah, there's going be a lot of bros and hoes down there.
3: <laughs> I, I
5: was dating someone that ran in that thing and that's the only time I've gone down to it and I for the life of me do not understand uh, fun runs but you know there's no one seems to be having a good time there's a lot of cold runny noses a lot of wheezing a lot of space blankets afterwards everyone's cramping and then they just go and drink and like eat a big breakfast and yeah. my thing is why don't we just skip all the crap and we just go drink and eat a big breakfast
4: well, it's community, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things. Charities.
5: Yeah. Family. <laughs> Saying there's a lot of complaining about it. And then when it's over. From whom? Then, uh, the runners. You know. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I had a good time. Did you? It well, was it you, you did only run two miles.
4: Yeah. And I had, <laughs> I had a green hat on. Yeah.
5: Think of how much fun you'd have if it was like one mile or half
4: a mile. Isolated showers and sunbreaks tomorrow. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. That's good. Well, yeah, sun. Did you hear the word sun in there? Well, but I heard showers. Isolated. So what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know how it is. Isolated showers and sun breaks. You lived in Oregon or the <laughs> Northwest for how long? You know what kind of day that <laughs> so is. So we're taking But that? that's way better than today. Okay. Well... <laughs> It's a little better than today. Can you
5: golf in isolated showers? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You're out. Right.
4: Absolutely. Well, then, yes. Uh, I, I was at Langdon today, and they said the T-sheet for tomorrow is full. Well, there you go. Because everybody's like, I'll take the isolated showers and sunbreak. People are jonesing to get out there.
5: As long as it's not f- – it's like I, the last couple mornings, you know, it's, it's been all right. But, boy, it's been butt cold. It's cold. Yeah. It is freezing-ass cold. This is another reason why I will not be running in the Shamrock Run. That and my hatred of running. Could the I attorney, a scooter, perhaps? No. No?
4: They don't want you at this thing. Just do your own thing. Go could, run a... Go do your own fun walk. What if I got a rascal and painted it green? Could I do it then? The Attorney General has released uh, the top 10 consumer complaints in Oregon. Oh,
5: all right. My guess is uh oh well, consumers, I was thinking businesses, I'm guessing someone kicking in your front door and you know taking your product
4: no, no. yeah this is this has to do with this uh, is the consumers. businesses what type what what would you say is the number one uh sort of industry that is complained about in Oregon, and Intr- I have ten on here interesting
5: uh I'm gonna say like like cable companies, satellite providers ah. perhaps ah. Entertainment? They're number two. Okay. Close. Everyone loves to bitch about... You Tele- know.
4: It, it just says telecommunication. Yeah. So everyone, that's what you're talking about? Yeah,
5: everyone's very angry like about... Like Xfinity or... Xfinity or, or DirecTV or at Yeah, we're all very angry at that. No one ever is satisfied yeah. with their service, yeah. ever.
4: There's one that's uh, that gets more complaints, and we will get to that next. Yeah. 446 on The Fan. All right, this is In The News for March 10th, 2023. I'm your noted newsman. Uh, I was telling you that the attorney general of Oregon, whoever that is. I don't know who the attorney general is. It's no longer John Kroger. Yeah, I believe we're too removed from Krogs. Yeah. I think. He's in the academic world now. Uh, The Oregon attorney general has shared the top 10 consumer complaints. This is for 2022. And this is, uh, again, just in our state. You had telecommunications. Um, That's number two on the list. Real estate is number 10. Mm. Grocery, food, and beverage, number 9. Construction contractors, number 8. I'm surprised that's not higher.
5: I know I've had my fair share
4: of those. Towing, number 7. Also surprised that's not higher. Travel services and products, number 6. The fan app, (laughs) someone (laughs) says. Dude, that should be on there.
5: (laughs) Ellen Rossblum, by the way, uh, is Rosenblum. Is it Rosenblum?
3: Ellen Rosenblum. You're doing great, though.
5: And uh, she is the uh, only one after uh, Kroger.
4: Oh, we didn't miss one in there?
5: No. She's been there since uh, 2012.
4: Health and medical is five. Mm -hmm. Not surprising Uh, for those that have to navigate the uh, ridiculous healthcare system. It really is absurd. It's beyond absurd.
5: I was trying to get my mom a uh, mobility scooter, you know, get little bull a mobility scooter. And they're not cheap if you're paying in cash. They're a couple G's. The hoops you have to jump through to prove as an old that you need a a scooter, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's It's a joke. And
4: it can be like a year-long process. It's embarrassing, really. It's it's really bad. So here are the top four consumer complaints uh, in Oregon. Financial, credit and lending is four. Okay. Imposter scams are three. See, I thought that would be number one because all the olds are yeah, always calling true. the attorney general. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Telecommunications number two and number one, auto sales and repair. Really? Although
5: okay. that is that shouldn't be that surprising because you you know that has such a bad reputation. Well, it's kind of,
4: it's kind of age old.
5: Yes. It's almost but universal. I thought that
4: that was much better these days.
5: I think it is, but I do think that there's a lot of uh, bad apples in that, and um, I also think that we're always shocked when the bills come. Right? It's. I, I just think that's that's one that you don't know anything about. Like if, if you go to someone and says, "Hey, my car," and someone they t- they tell you, "Hey, my car is broken," and they tell you, "Here's how much it is to fix." Has anyone ever been like that?
4: Seems fair. Yeah, it's just—it's almost. Yeah, it's always like really, yeah, it's like—I don't know—obnoxiously expensive. Like, <laughs> like you—you you, you can ask the question like, why is this so expensive? But it's—it's it's futile.
5: My, my, it just is. My daughter, during this last uh, winter winter storm here, had a rodent of some sort crawl underneath, oh. you know, because the the engine's warm. Yeah. And ate a bunch of her wires out. Oh no. Yeah. And so, like all of a sudden, the car started shaking. We had to take it in, and you know they they tell you that, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you get the bill, and it's just you know, how much was it? It was about seven hundred bucks, six seven hundred bucks. Uh, okay, that's and not in the grand bad. scheme of things, we I was actually like, because yeah. she, she's young, and so she's like, oh my god. And I was like, honey, just be happy that it was,
4: yeah, it was. That's bad. not bad. That's
5: not bad in the grand scheme of things. But yes, I do feel like that is probably one of those universal things where everyone always feels like you're getting screwed. So if you have a car guy like, every, like it, you know you have whether it's like if you have a medical guy, you have a car guy, dude, those things can be worth their weight in gold. If you have someone that you trust that you can go to that you that will treat you fairly or give you a break on something, dude, you hold on to that for dear life.
4: The Clark County Sheriff's Office is investigating after investigators said a man in a pickup dropped off another man who was dead outside a Vancouver hospital emergency room. Oh, well, I mean he just brought the dead guy to the hospital.
5: Well, where else he's supposed to bring a dead guy? Well, maybe like... Well, wouldn't the? I mean, look, I'm not here to judge anyone, but if I did have someone that was dead, I do feel that the hospital would probably be a good place to take him. Maybe he's only mostly dead, and that person is trying to see if someone can save him. Well, then they he sped off. Well, you've never you didn't ever drop a friend off at the ER. We did that once uh, in college. I don't think I did. We you know, we we did that. That was the guy that, I told you the story, he took the horse tranquilizer. Yeah. We didn't want to be the ones known as the people who were there when they uh, when he took the horse tranquilizer. And so, yes, we did do the, here you are at the uh, hospital and we're going to drop you off here at the Leave yard. the baby
1: at the firehouse situation.
5: Bingo. He did not die, by the way. Thank you very much. Dude. I think this is probably more common than you
4: realize. Here's a twist. So they pull up in a truck, right? Yeah the guy driving was the unresponsive guy huh? so the guy so the guy in the passenger seat was driving the truck from the passenger seat oh. they drive up to the emergency room entrance this guy the passenger gets out flags hospital staff and then the unresponsive guy was in the driver's seat oh well? I so mean, he shoved him out and took off.
5: Can I give this dude credit for being Batman? He drove a car from the passenger side and was working the gas in the brake? So that means he wasn't dead.
4: Yeah. Right? Like well, it he probably was, just
5: means the dude... Pa- maybe like, he had a heart
4: attack or something. Well, but why would you speed off?
5: Well, again, let, let's just. I'm just going to spitball this here, right? We're doing massive amounts of blow, maybe some fentanyl, whatever it is that we're getting into. You don't know what sort of weird stuff we're having. Hey, you know, Friday night or Thursday night. Next thing you know, bro passes out behind the wheel. You've probably got some bam bam still in the car with you, and uh, you know you can't be asked questions and all that. So, you <laughs> but you have a heart.
4: You got a heart. You have a heart. Yeah. You go to the
5: hospital. You wheel it. You know. Like, you, Look, I
4: don't want you to die, yeah. so I'm gonna. But I also don't want to be questioned.
5: Exactly. Hey, I got pills in here right now, so you know I shove you out the door and away you go. Does this guy get points for this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He got him to the the, the the guy lived right. No, he did. he's dead. Oh, I that's right. You. He's dead. That's true. Never mind. I still <laughs> think he gets points because he made the attempt.
4: God, that's it's a not, weird story.
5: It's not that guy's fault that he died, although, you
4: know. Well, maybe. it might be. Well, that's why he sped
5: off. Maybe they were some mutual sort of thing, right? Uh, look, I'm not here to cast judgment on I give the guy some points for getting to the hospital. I think that's the best you can ask for in that situation is get me to a hospital. And then after that?
4: Right. Then it's in the Lord's hands. Well, there is, in the news, March 10th, and we are on time. Hey, look at us. Bitch. <laughs> Take that, boss. So, uh, up next is the Hot 5 at 5. A lot of news today. We'll get you caught up on the gaff and conference tournament action. And then we have one segment after that where Suk will tell you who the number one pick in the NFL draft will be. Because he knows. He's got sources. Sources close to me. Actually, I have a source on this. Y'all <laughs> have sources. And he knows nothing. <laughs> But I have a friend whose cousin is the GM of the Panthers. Oh, well, then you're you're as well connected as anybody. And he told me months and months ago, like last year, that watch out for Will Levis. Panthers like Will Levis. Oh. And if you
5: want to be a betting man,
4: plus five thousand, plus five thousand. But now he's saying he doesn't think it's Levis at all. It's oh. probably one of these. It's just, well, <laughs> C.J. Stroud's the odds-on favorite. Surely there's some info out there that he
5: jumped astronomically in the numbers when the trade was made today. I
4: still think Richardson.
5: I I totally get if you're going to fall in love with someone, he seems like the
4: sort of guy that you could fall in love with. Well, we'll have that uh, coming up as well. The Hot 5 at 5 is next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet?
2: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.